0: Sometimes
1: I think about what the end is going to be. But I want the church to know tonight I'm not going to turn around. I've been on this journey for 36 years. And I'm not tired yet. In fact, we're going to sing a song in a few minutes that said I don't feel no way's tired. But every time somebody asks me, he said, What you gonna do after thirty six years? Where are you going from here? You know what I tell him? I believe I run on.
0: The Blessings by Grace Radio. Tonight is Thursday, July twenty-six, two thousand and eighteen. The time is nine thirty-seven p.m. When the Apple Valley Studio recruited the acclaimed Bishop, Founder Overseer of the Greater All Nations Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ, Doctor Bishop. Out for more tonight is Thursday night, our weekly food for the soul Bible study session. Tonight, Doctor Moore will preach, and she's giving the Word of God. Like nobody else does it here at the Blessings by Grace Radio Hour. He will be preaching and teaching the word of God and going forth in no other name but the matchless name of Jesus Christ. Tonight, I will keep announcing until August the 5th, 2018 through August the 12th, 2018. It is our 57th National Holy Convocation, hosted by our National Prelate, our Dr. Bishop Offer Moore. He is our living legacy leading founder of Great Ownership. He started the organization. He's still here to see it grow in the spirit of the Lord. On the 5th, that is the opening day, walking around the church at 11.30 a.m., we are closing out the 2017-18 year on that day of 2018, August the 5th at 11.30. And then August the 6th through August the 11th at 7.30 p.m. 90, we will be... Having our nightly services. During midday, we will have teachings and preachings and classes for those. And also, great right as you know, you're due. So let's follow what we're supposed to do. We know the rules and regulations of the organization. Let us come together and let us be a blessing in this convocation. Tuesday night, official day for our. State Superintendent Elder Charlie Moore, that is when we bless and honor him. He is a great adversary to our church and started in the beginning. Then we have Friday night. It is an honorary night for our national mother. With the Lord last year, we are going to remember her for all of her riches and glory. And then on Sunday, that is the opening of our 2018-2019 year. That is our blessing Sunday, where our beloved prelate, Dr. Bishop Alfred Moore, in the 3:30 service, he will preach, teach, and pray for every soul in the building. During the 11:30 service in the morning, we'll have a guest speaker, and then the 3.30, he will start out the house. You have to be there to get the prayer. Don't miss it. Be there, so I'll be there, and I hope to see you there, too. And ladies and gentlemen, my bishop and grandfather, my pastor and doctor, Dr. Bishop Alphamore, God bless you. God
1: bless you tonight, amen. My granddaughter, thank you for that announcement, and I pray those, amen, that heard mm-hmm. this. will Governor ACL, we are looking to have, amen, a glorious time, in this Holy Ghost meeting, amen, this coming up, all of us. God bless you, Radio Land. It is a blessing to be able to come back to you tonight. We're going to bring you food for thoughts tonight, something that you can spiritually eat on. Praise the Lord. As I sometimes say, Amen, we have a natural man and we have a spiritual man. We have to feed the natural man, and Amen, we have to feed the spiritual man. So let us go into the Word of God tonight, Amen, and let us feed our spiritual man. And amen, I'm going to start at St. John, the 14th chapter tonight, verse 15 through 26. Put on your spiritual ears tonight and ask God to open up your understanding that, amen, we can hear what the spirit is saying unto the church. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another compliment that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not, neither knows him. But you know him, for he dwelleth in you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you Yet a little while, and the world sees me no more. But you will see me, because I will live, ye shall live also. At that day, ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that has my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved by my father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself unto him. Judah says unto him, not Yisraqah, Lord, how is it that thou will manifest thyself Unto us and not unto the world. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our borders with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my saints. And the words which you have heard is not mine, but the Father which sent me these things have I spake unto you because ye present with you, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. We are going to study about the Holy Spirit tonight. Spirit tonight. The greatest object of God's plan of salvation is that we might receive the Holy Spirit. For God wants to dwell in his people. God wants to dwell in his people. Acts 1 and 8 says, But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judah and in Samaritan and unto the utmost part of the earth. The Lord was encouraging his disciples in this chapter, amen, the 14th chapter, saying, if you love me, focus your mind on me. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. You will do what I say if you love me. And I will praise the Father, and he will give you another comfort. He was getting ready to leave them. But he, Jesus was trying to uh, ensure his disciples that they will never be alone. I might leave you and you can't see me physically anymore. But I'm going to send you a comfort. Even the Spirit Of truth Whom the world cannot receive The world cannot receive This spirit because This spirit is Another manifestation Of God himself The Holy Spirit Come to live within the heart Of all believers But because the world Don't believe in him They cannot experience this spirit until they give their life over to Jesus. Jesus was letting them know, amen, because it sees him not. The world don't see him, neither know him. The world don't know him. He said, but you know me. And he said, amen, but Christians have experienced with me. The Christian understand me. Those that can dedicate their lives to me know who I am. He said, you know me. For he that dwelleth with you and shall be in you. He's going to dwell with you and he's going to be in you. He said, I will not leave you comfortless. I'm not going to leave you without a man having my spirit. My spirit go come in the form of the Holy Ghost. But that is me. Jesus is the Holy Ghost. So he just went and ascended into heaven and changed from the body that he was on earth and sent his spirit back through the Holy Ghost to dwell in mankind. How rich how powerful this is. Communion and fellowshipping was almost the prime reason that the eternal God chose to create mankind. God wants to communicate with you tonight. God wants to communicate with you. Since God is a spirit, Fellowship between God and mankind has to be primarily spiritually in nature. you got to come now is to be like the Lord himself. If you really want to fellowship with him, you got to learn to worship him in spirit and in truth because God is a spirit. In the giving of the law, also declared that he desired to meet with the peoples and dwell among them. Under the law, God wanted to be with his people, and he always wanted to dwell with his people. Exodus 25 and 8. But this was the purpose. and given the detailed instructions for the erection of the tabernacle in the wilderness. God was expressing an intent to be near his people. Well, amen, it has not changed that God wants to be among his people. Right here in this present earth that we live in, God wants to be among his people. And God is among his people. Through the Holy Spirit. Every one of us that has received the Holy Spirit, the Lord dwells within us. Our body is the temper of the Holy Ghost. The Lord rules through us by his Holy Spirit. Many are the time when the scriptures Declare that the spirit come up on them. Particularly in the Old Testament, the spirit would move up on them, and they would feel the anointing and and the power of the Lord and the controlling. Amen. That they, they 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 walk by the spirit of the Lord and moved up on them. But in this generation and time we're living in now, thank God even the Holy Spirit does not just only move upon us, it lives within us. That's a great difference. How many, while it may be difficult for us to determine the exact relationship between the experience of the Spirit in, in the living of some Old Testament prophets and leaders and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon believers since the day of Pentecost, that such a distinguished existence cannot be quenched. First, the infilling of the Spirit is the essential of the new government, Amen. This, is, this, is, this is, it is, it is essential for the new covenant, the new agreement that God made with his people. In Jeremiah 31, 31 and 34, Hebrew chapter 8, 6, and 13, the second, the Holy Ghost, is the promise, blessing to Abraham heirs. Galatians 3, 13, and 14. Thirdly, the Old Testament heroes of faith did not receive the promise. Is the Holy Ghost. Luke 24 and 49. Acts 1, 4 and 5. Acts 2 and 39. For the Holy Spirit, Ghost is universal. It's a gift given to anyone who believes and obeys the gospel. I'm going to repeat that again. The Holy Ghost is universal. It is for anyone that believes the word of God and keeps his commandment. The Lord gives you the Holy Ghost. According to Acts 2, 16 and 17, Acts 2, Two thirty-eight and thirty-nine. Someone suggested that while some people in the Old Testament experienced an anointing of the Spirit, the Spirit rested upon them, but did not abide in them. No, Amen. It didn't abide in them. It rested upon them. But in Numbers eleven chapter, an uh, interesting. Indication is portrayed. Moses was described as being wearied and was quoted as saying, I am not able to bear all these people alone because it's too heavy for me, Numbers 11 and 14. And God responded to Moses. I will take all the spirit which is upon thee, upon Moses, and I will put it upon them, talking about the people, amen, that Moses was instructing. According to Numbers 11 and 25, God did respond to Moses for help. When Eladaz and Medaz continues to prophesy, in the midst of the camp, Joshua the son of Nun called on Moses to forbid them to continue to do so. Moses responded with clear gratitude for what God had done. Oh, God knows how to work it out in your life. Would God that all would God that all the Lord people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit upon them? number 11 and 29. The later prophecy by the prophet preached by John the Baptist and Jesus Christ were the truth that God's spirit would indeed come to all people. It was experienced, practiced, and preached by the apostles and the disciples in the new church. But as prophesying, the Spirit of God did more than come upon an individual. It came unto and resided with the New Testament believers. Now, amen, it comes into you. It don't only come upon you now, but it comes into you. Remember what Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless." Out of all that's going on in the world today, out of all the chaos, amen, that we are surrounded by, Jesus said, I will not leave you comfortless." I'm right there. I'm right there. Everything you go through with, I'm right there to support you. What a statement. Someone noted that this distinction is expressed by Jesus, for He, the Spirit of Truth, dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. He dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Saint John, fourteen and seventeen. What a great hope will fulfill! Put a great promise, fierce, in the church the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is, I won't leave you comfortless tonight. You feel amen that Jesus has left you. You feel that you empty amen. I'm going to say tonight, be filled with the Spirit. Go back and do your work again. Because Jesus said, I'll never leave you. As long as you're obeying me and keeping my commandments, Jesus is right there with you, living on the inside. That's why, amen, you don't need to tell him all the things you're going through with. He already knows it because he's living with you. The promise of the Holy Spirit. Many of the Old Testament prophets foretold the coming outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Although they may not have completely comprehended what they were writing or stating, holy men of God spoke, and they were moved by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, amen, moved upon them, amen, and, and, and they wrote what the Lord told them. That was Second Peter 1 and 21. Joel two twenty eight and 29 says, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. God wants every man, every boy, every girl is to be familiar with his spirit. I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your young son, your young son, and your young daughter shall prophesy. A teacher preach. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also upon thou servant and upon thy handmaid in those days I will pour out my spirit. God said he was going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. We are inexcusable, amen. If you want to understand the Holy Spirit, all you got to do is read the word of God and come to Jesus, amen, and Jesus will, amen, teach you concerning the Holy Spirit. He lets you know that you're not living upon this world by yourself. All you got to do is think within you because now the Lord has come to live within an individual. You don't have to come all the way from heaven. Anymore. He made the provision, amen, that you can receive him right now and he'll live with you forever. As he conducted his ministry on the earth, the Lord Jesus continued to declare that there would be a time when his followers would indwell it by the Holy Spirit of God. In John 14, Jesus spake of another comforter who would be given to his disciples. And this comfortable, Comfortable would abide with them forever. Now we're talking about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus told you, I won't leave you. Neither will I forsake you. So when you get in trouble, amen, don't you think the Lord ran off and left you? With things that's not acting right, don't think the Lord has left you. He has never left you. If you have been obedient and you have been faithful to his word, Jesus will never leave you. I don't care what kind of crisis that you are into. You can depend on the word of God. God is a spirit. What is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is a spirit. And not amen, that spirit that I'm talking about, the Holy Spirit, amen, is the same as God. God is a spirit, and the Holy Spirit is a spirit. But the Holy Spirit has come now to dwell within humanity. There are not no two different spirits. I'm only talking about one. Jesus spake and said another Comforter." whom would be given to his disciples and that this comfort would abide with them forever, John 14 and 16. Jesus had early speak of a river of living water flowing out of the inmost part of the believer. John seven thirty eight. You need to, amen, we need, we need to tap into Jesus because out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. The Holy Spirit knows how to go down in you and, and find them dry places and dry spots, amen, that you are not using yet and bring up some new water, which is new life in you. He knows how to tap into you. You got rivers of living water down in your soul. But you got to let Jesus, let the Holy Spirit be willing to go into you and and tap into your life and bring out the things, amen, that Jesus wants to bring out of you. you got it in you, amen, but the Lord wants to bring it out. And only the Holy Spirit can search the depths of one's life. Jesus said, earlier speak of the rivers of living water, throwing out of the inmost part of believers. John further declared the interpretation of Jesus' prophecy. But this spake he of the Holy Spirit which they that believe on him should receive. Now, amen. You got to be a believer. You must be a believer in order to receive the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified, amen, the Holy Ghost was not yet given. As long as Jesus was down here upon earth, amen, the Holy Spirit could not come. But when Jesus left, amen, and was ascending on into glory, amen, then he sent, amen, another part of him, uh, another uh, attribute of him, which is called the Holy Ghost. According to Luke, the last address of the Lord Jesus to his disciples contained reference to the Holy Spirit as a promise. He promised that. It was a promise of God. God cannot lie. He promised that. And behold, I will send my promise of my Father upon you but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem. Go to Jerusalem and you wait. Wait on the promise. They did that. They went to Jerusalem. And they waited on the promise that Jesus said he was going to send back unto them. And they, amen, that word well, tarry means to wait. Until you be endured with power from on high. Don't you leave Jerusalem until you be endured with power from on high. Now, amen, he's speaking to the church today, right now. Don't you leave Jerusalem until you have some power. Many people today, amen, have not experienced the gift of the Holy Ghost, amen, because they don't even know what it is. But Jesus says, stay there. Don't you dare to get up and go to claiming you know Jesus and have the power of God with you and the Lord have not filled you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. You're running ahead of Jesus. Then you find out, amen, when the trials and tribulation began to hit you, you can't stand when you didn't have nothing to keep you in the beginning. You must wait on the Holy Ghost. That dunamis power. In the early verses of Acts 1, Luke also recorded the words of Jesus as he instructed his disciples to wait for the promise of his father. Acts 1 and 4. Wait, wait. Don't get in too big a hurry. not receive the Holy Ghost. It is for you. Wait. Wait on it. God can't lie. He promised he give it to you, Now all you have to do, amen, is live to the best of your ability. Live a clean life, and God will fill you with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Jesus amplified his statement, being again declared, John truly baptized with water but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days yet. John truly baptized with water for the remission of sin. But amen, he said, there is one coming after me whose shoes I'm not worthy to unloose. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. The Lord has send his Holy Spirit to, to comfort us. In these days, dark age that we're living in now, amen, he has sent the Holy Ghost Amen. To dwell with that, uh, that Holy Spirit ought to be leading and God, all of God's people. It's for all who believe. Amen. It's not a particular amen group of people, amen, I'm talking about. It's for all who believe. The Holy Spirit is for all who believe him. Let's Amen, delete all denominations, amen, and let us stand on the word of God, amen. The Holy Ghost is for everyone that believes and keeps the commandments of Jesus Christ. I don't care what you got written across your church door, the Holy Ghost is for you. Acts 1 and 5, although many other statements is made by Jesus concerning the coming of the Holy Ghost were made to his disciples of that day. This promise was never intended by God to be limited to them. It wasn't not only, amen, they said, amen, we got it out today, amen. It, it, it was limited only to the disciples, amen, that they should receive the Holy Ghost. Read your word. Read your word. Search the Scripture. For in them you think you have eternal life, but they are they that testify of me. Such the word of God. Jesus did not limit the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. The outpouring of the Holy Ghost, amen, gave birth, amen, to the church and established the pavilion the, the of salvation for not only the people of that generation, but all... All the people of all future generations. No matter how it is, amen. We got we must receive the Holy Ghost. Joel prophesied of the latter days. The outpoint was that it would be upon all flesh, not some flesh. Joel two and twenty eight. In referring to the Holy Spirit. In filling in John the seventh chapter, Jesus said that this indwelling would be to the one who believe on Him. ever who believe on Him, Amen. Jesus will fill you with the gifts of the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues as the Spirit of God give you utterance. All oh, that's that dunamis power I'm talking about. That's that great anointing. The outpouring of the Spirit, it was recorded, amen, in Acts, the second chapter. And another succeeding chapter revealed that peoples from many nations of the world and practice, every society received the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is all over the world people of every nation, creed, race, and color now, amen, still receive the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of the Lord now lives within mankind. On the day of Pentecost, there were about 120, including the apostles. And Mary, the mother of Jesus, was among those whom the promise was given. Amen. Mary, even the mother of Jesus, was not excluded that she didn't have to, amen, stay in Jerusalem and tarry for the Holy Ghost. All the apostles had to wait on the Lord to be filled with the Holy Ghost, and so did Mary. She was no different. How powerful this thing is. Jews out of every nation under heaven. Acts 2 and 5 later, outpouring of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Ghost, amen, came to the Samaritan, where, amen, there was hatred down in the land, amen. Samaritans didn't have anything to do with the Jews, but amen, God knows how to fix it all. He went down to Samaritan, amen, talked to a little Samaritan woman. Saul at that time, according to Acts, the ninth chapter, and and amen, uh, the Gentiles in Acts 10, and 12 disciples of John in Acts the 19th chapter. Amen. uh, 12 disciples of John, amen. uh, Paul asked them, what then were you baptized into? They said we were baptized under John baptism. Then Paul asked them, of course, not. He said, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? They said, We haven't even heard whether there's the Holy Ghost or not. Now these were John disciples. But amen though fulfillment of the promise of God. They believed in Jesus, and Paul laid his hands upon them, and they all received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Speaking in another tongue, as the Spirit of God gave uttering. He's still here today. The Lord has never changed. Which include not faithful respond, or obeying the scripture, will be filled with the uh, Holy Ghost. John 7 and, 30, 7 and 38, Acts 2 and 38 to 39. If you obey these scriptures, amen, if you have not been re- not filled with the Holy Ghost, God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Stay there in Jeru- Jerusalem till you be endowed with power from on high. Don't go to Bethlehem and get a great blessing. A Bethany, Bethany, amen, is a similar amen. You feel the anointing of the Lord come upon you. And you feel good, amen. And amen, you get up, amen, and you leave. But you don't left the Holy Ghost because you didn't stay there until you got filled. Many folks go as far as Bethany and never get filled with the Holy Ghost. But Bethany was not good enough. Jesus wants you to stay there. Because he knows what you got the face in, in this world. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost to fight for you, you, you amen. The devil is going to whoop your head for all succeeding generations. Contrary to the opinion of some, the Holy Spirit was not reserved for the early church alone. The message preached by Simon Peter on the day of Pentecost, it revealed, amen, this experience is for all generations unto the coming of our Lord. Mankind must be filled with the Holy Ghost. Right here up on this earth. It was given amen. It is a joyful it is joyful to know that the baptism of the Holy Ghost was foretold by prophets and promised by the Lord Jesus Christ were received by the early believers. But the greater joy is to know that the same spiritual baptism is available to us in some 19 centuries after the day of Pentecost. My God, my God. Have you received this great blessing tonight? This great power that Jesus want to give you. You can get up, amen, and walk over Satan's head. tread on him. When you have done receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, it is a gift. God wants to give it to you. And all you have to do is reach out and receive what the Lord wants to give to you. We're well, speaking of the Holy Spirit tonight. Becoming of uh, the Holy Spirit in creation. In creation God breathed it into the nostrils of the man, the breath of life, and man became a living soul. He breathed it into the breath of man. And man become a living soul. Genesis two and seven. Listen, amen. Man man was there with a, a great specimen laying on the ground, but amen. Without the breath of the Lord, he was just a specimen. But when God blew that wash of breath in him, he come to be a living soul. After his resurrection, Jesus, who was God with us. After the resurrection, Jesus, who was God with us, Matthew 1 and 21. Jesus was God manifested in the flesh. he breathed it on his disciples and told them to receive ye the Holy Ghost. John 20 and 22. Although the disciples did not receive the Holy Spirit of the Holy Ghost until the day of Pentecost, Jesus accomplished two things. He emphasized that vital importance or uh, the disciples receiving the Holy Ghost. And he illustrated that the Holy Ghost would come upon them as the breath of God. Yeah, Lord, let him breathe on you tonight. Let the Lord breathe on you tonight. He later instructed them to wait in Jerusalem until they were endured with power from on high. Luke 24 and 29. These promise and commandments strengthen that soon they would be filled with the Holy Ghost. It is better to obey God than mankind. The Holy Spirit is for every born again believer. Many of our our churches don't teach it. But amen, it's for you. According to the word of God, it is for I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. The day of Pentecost. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as the rushing of a mighty wind, and they filled the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them, flowing tongue like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them uttering. Acts 2, 1 and 4. That's what happened on the day of Pentecost. Well, it didn't stop on the day of Pentecost. It led out to our time right now. Amen. The time that we're living in right now. You can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It will turn your life around if you obey the Word of God. God has chosen and established a day of celebration, gratitude, consecrated, and rest day of Pentecost to fulfill His. Century-long promise. It was on this day that he began to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Oh, I can celebrate today because I thank God for pouring out His spirit upon me one day. Recognize, I whoa. He seemed fit to claim me and poured out His spirit and filled me with His spirit. I thought it was a joke in the beginning. I didn't quite understand it. Yes, amen, God had to do something to me, amen, to make me understand it. I fought with the Lord. But God, amen, you can't, you can't win. The Lord knows your heart. You can't win. He knew I loved him, but I just didn't understand how to yield myself to him. But the Lord taught me through the Holy Ghost how to yield my heart. Break up that probably ground in your life. uh, Let let the Lord, amen, fill you with the Holy Ghost. Only those of you that is filled with the Holy Ghost going to go back with Jesus. You're not going back with Jesus if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit. After the day of Pentecost, the book of Acts records the continued outpouring of the Holy Ghost. It, It didn't stop there. Amen. It continues, amen, to spread abroad. The river, the living water, which Jesus has spoke, touched, and filled peoples every nation in society. Although history does not trace this flowing stream throughout the century, it leaves the documentation, evidence that people is succeeding generations they received the same experience, however, at the of uh, this century, the Pentecostal revival began that had grown from a few students in a Bible college a topene cancers to millions of people in every nation around the world. This Holy Ghost Amen is for everybody. In this generation and time now, young people, I'm going to talk to you. If you have not received the Holy Ghost, you can receive the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is for you. But you must obey the word of God. The Holy Ghost is for you. Young people, middle age, old, it's for you. This latter-day our has transcended the denomination geographical and society boundaries. It's all, it's everywhere. The Holy Ghost is everywhere. While many people have declared that the Holy Ghost is not available to us today, multitudes has received this personal infilling. Amen. It's everywhere. All the Lord wants to do is you get your heart right. To borrow the word a Gamelian in Acts 5, 8 and 39, and now I say unto you, refrain refrain from these men and let them alone. For if this counsel or this work be of man, it will come to no. But if it be of God, you cannot overthrow it. And I'm going to say amen. I don't care who speaks against the Holy Ghost. And how powerful you is, amen. You can't overthrow the Holy Ghost. Because that is, amen, Jesus himself standing up within his people. You can't overthrow Jesus. I don't care how you try it. Can't me to say it, amen. If this ain't be of God, you better leave him alone. You cannot overthrow. Lest it happen, ye be found even to fight against God. You find yourself, Amen, fighting against God and you can't win. I'm here to tell you tonight, you can fight against him all your but you can't win. We are his witness of these things. Certain that we are, amen. We are these we are God's witness of these things. And so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God has given to them that obey him. Amen. Come on, let's obey the Lord tonight. I feel tonight, Amen. The Lord is speaking to somebody's heart tonight because amen. Somebody have not Amen yet received the Holy Ghost. You've been baptized, amen, but you have not yet received the Holy Ghost. What are you waiting on? The Holy Ghost, Amen, is still working in the earth and is still available to whosoever. Believe on the Lord Jesus and obey his word ever since he a person should consider and answer the question. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? I read that to you earlier, man. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? You say I am a believer in Jesus Christ. I love Jesus Christ. Well have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Have you speak another tongue to give utterance since you believe? Check yourself. The Holy Ghost is is available to those who obey God and believe on him. That is how you receive the Holy Ghost. Obey him and believe on him. The blessing of the Holy Spirit. Many times people inquire, must I receive the Holy Ghost? Yes, I'm going to say, yes, you, you must receive the Holy Ghost. And you are not okay without the Holy Ghost. Quit fooling yourself. I'm going to let you know you are not okay without the Holy Ghost. You might go to Bethlehem. You may get a, a blessing, amen, by praying the Lord. But Jesus said, you say that you ruler until you be endowed with power from on high? For sincerely, seeking of uh, the grace of God, the answer was best given by the apostle Peter. Ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, Acts two and thirty-eight. Why would anyone want to live without what the Lord has provided for them? Why? Why? Why would you want to go in for the Lord provides the Holy Ghost for you? It's a gift, you can receive it. How can a person effectively live for the Lord in this present world without the empower of the Holy Spirit? You can't do it. You need the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about every born-again believer. We all need the Holy Spirit. We can't live an effective life pleasing the Lord without, amen, the Holy Ghost. People don't stop and say amen now they say uh, well, when you uh, uh, when you repeat the center prayer and you believe that God has saved you from your sin, you don't receive the Holy Spirit. No, check yourself. That's not what the Bible says. You got to repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Be ye not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be in the spirit, amen. Remember, God is the spirit. They that worship him, they must worship him in spirit and in truth. God dwelleth in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. If you don't have the spirit of Christ, you don't belong to him. Romans 8 and 9. To list all of the benefits and blessings of the Holy Spirit in filling would be a viable as the individual who has received the Spirit. There are, however, some common shared blessings that are enjoyable by each person who received the Holy Ghost. Beloved, you must receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I say my time is out. God bless you. Amen. And ready your land. I enjoy the word of God. And I pray, amen, that you are enjoying the word of God with Dr. Moore. Thank you, amen, for listening back into the hands of my now.
0: That was awesome, awesome, awesome. Coming from Dr. Moore tonight, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard an amazing message tonight. We thank you. We thank you so much. Like I said, August 5th through the 12th, 2018, so going to be our 50-cent national recompensation. Be there or be square. Everybody, good night. And God bless. Until next week, or if you see Dr. Martin's face, good night and God bless.